You're listening to episode number 39 of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Today's question, are you ready to emerge after your divorce? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Divorce Resource Guy podcast with Jason Lavoie, aka the Divorce Resource Guy, a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach, talking about all things divorce, including the good, bad, and the ugly from an attorney's point of view. Remember, you're not alone. And now your host, Jason Lavoy. All right, today's guest is somebody really neat. Christine Ketterpaul is a transition catalyst, life strategist, author, and motivational speaker. As an IPEC certified life coach with a master's in social work and over 20 years of experience, Christine helps you create a new life after the drama and trauma of your divorce so you can finally take control of your life and feel alive again, whether it's healing from a toxic relationship, becoming a kick-ass parent, or gaining confidence about your future. There's a new you waiting to emerge from the messiness of divorce. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show, Christine Ketterpaul. Christine, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you on as a guest. Hey, Jason. It's great to be here. Awesome. And so for the people who uh, might not be too familiar with who you are and your background and stuff, give everybody a little bit uh, of a history lesson on, on who is Christine? <laughs> and, All in about a 30-second promo, right? <laughs> 30, I'll give you 35 seconds. No. Oh, thank you. And, and, right. Yeah, ahead. who you are and, and how you got to this place in your life. Yes. Wow. Isn't that a journey for all of us? Um, so my name is Christine Ketterpaul, and I started my coaching practice, Emerge Now Coaching, about six years ago. And interestingly, it was right after I got divorced. Um, I've always, I have a master's in social work and always felt a strong love for serving and helping people through difficult times and transitions. And Emerge Now Coaching was, was born through that. And the first thing that I did actually after my divorce was um, get a license plate on my car that said Emerge. And, you know, it's, it's funny how we do those things, you know, once we're feeling like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to start my life again and I'm going to figure this out. And so my passion and purpose is really helping men and women who are struggling and feeling stuck in a place where they feel like their whole world's falling apart and they're just not quite sure, you know, where to go from, who am I? Where am I going? What am I going to do with my life now? especially after some tragedy or crisis. And so um, that's what I've been doing for the last six years. And it's, it's been quite a journey. And the Emerge, and we'll get into that uh, definitely in, 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 you know, into detail here, but what is that something that you came up with? The, the whole, the, I mean, the actual, you created Emerge? Yes. You know, and I can't remember the exact day it happened, but it was way before even my divorce. Um, Emerge is such a powerful word when you think about it in, in the natural sense of, you know, the transformation from the caterpillar to the butterfly. I know it's, it's overused, but it's, it's truly a beautiful um, destiny that the caterpillar decides to go on when, when, it, when it transforms. And, and there's so much power when you think about it because we all go through those transition phases in our lives to really evolve into the next best self that's waiting for us. And, you know, it's sort of the blessing in disguise when you think about it. 
that for many people that I, that I coach and speak with, their divorce was really a tipping point for them to, t- to take out the magnifying glass and really look at their life and just saying, you know, am I happy? Is this really where I want to be? You know, what's my next, my next step for myself? And that's really what the whole concept of Emerge Now Coaching is. I think that's great. And and when you bring up the, you know, caterpillar into the butterfly transformation, what comes to my mind right away uh, is reading the book, The Hungry Caterpillar. Yes. <laughs> the Very Hungry Caterpillar. <laughs> yep. I have two daughters and I remember they love that book. Eric Carl has just so many fantastic um, ways of, of expressing um, through, you know, even a child's eyes. Yeah, it's a great book. Um, it is. But it, it, it's a great, um, you know, visual uh, display of what transformation really is and can be. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, you mentioned feeling stuck, right? And I, I think a lot of people going through a divorce, especially a contested divorce, are feeling stuck um, at, at some point. Mm-hmm. And when you work with people, at what stage do you most commonly work with them in? Is it when they're thinking about divorce, but still in a, uh, the marriage? Is it during the divorce? Or is it focusing on the uh, post-divorce life? It's actually all of the above. Um, women and men come from me from different stages. And sometimes it's not just a marriage. It's even a, a committed relationship where they're feeling stuck, you know, that should I or shouldn't I? And they just want the clarity to really make a decision where they're not going to have any regrets. And then I have uh, some of my clients who are currently going through the divorce process and they want to, you know, get ahead of the the eight ball. They want to, you know, start working on themselves now because so many women and men that I approach and tell them what I do, they're like, where were you, you know, five years ago because I needed somebody like you to help me through that. Um, and then I hear I that all some, the time too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I have some clients who've been divorced five years and they're still stuck in that anger and the blame and the shame and, and they just had enough and they're just like, I'm done. I, I don't want to live like this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's hard. And so let's talk about, you know, some of these aspects a little bit about being stuck. I, I want to kind of take, pick a couple of things and maybe take a, a mini deep dive with you here. Sure. Um, what, when, what do you find in your experience? Um, and you could either pull from your own personal experience going through the divorce or, uh, you know, from some of your coaching too, is what would you say are the top three? Um, we'll, we'll go with three for now, <laughs> but mm-hmm. like, you know, major or common obstacles or roadblocks mm-hmm. that, that people feel and deal with when, when they're, you know, in this stuck phase? Yeah, I would say the first one is truly rage and anger not being expressed. They don't, they don't know how to express it and they don't understand it. And so that's usually the first, if you want to call it layer to peel off, is for them to truly own and express that anger and really feeling betrayed or, you know, that their life didn't turn out the way that they wanted to be. And then the second one would be dealing with the real deep sadness and grief of a loss of a dream. Um, Because so many people don't see divorce as either a grieving process and it's not acknowledged as one society-wise because, you know, 
sadly, some of my clients have even said to me, you know, and, and this is just being respectful by saying it would have been easier if he would have died because then people would have dealt with it differently. They don't know what to say to somebody who's going through a divorce or they don't know how to um, really help them through it. And so the first one is anger. The second one is grief. And the third one I would say is really what now? What, what now? What, what's my life going to look like now um, for their financial future, especially because a lot of times, you know, the, the finances are cut in half or I have stay-at-home moms who never worked um, outside the home. And so really at that space of fearing their future, especially, you know, when you're middle-aged, 45, 50 years old, and you feel like your whole life was dedicated to your kids and you had this, again, dream of what you thought your life was going to look like and now it doesn't. Right. Yeah, that, that's a huge fear um, that people have um, going through, the, you know, a divorce, especially when you're dealing with a joint, you know, you're married and you have a partner and everything is joint. Um, and you have two incomes, you know, most of the time and, or, and you're relying on that and you're making plans and then everything kind of changes and, and you're not prepared for that. No, not at all. So let's talk a little bit about, about the, these three a, a little more, if you can, like sure. the anger phase. Um, do you, how do you deal with that with, with your coaching? Like, do you have any advice or tips, techniques, anything people can do to try to, you know, start getting through the anger phase or dealing with this on their own? Yeah, there's some really great journaling exercises um, that I guide my clients through. I would say one of the most powerful ones, and it's actually on one of my blogs, is a ritual where you write a letter um, really expressing your feelings. And I mean, four-letter words, however you want to say it. You know, no one else's eyes are going to go on it. And then you um, rip it into pieces, put it into like a tinfoil, a bowl with tinfoil on it and burn it and release it. And that's pretty much it. Like there's a process, that's a nutshell, but it's truly about owning that anger, but then releasing it as well so that it doesn't stay inside of you. Because how do many of us deal with these feelings that we want to keep pushing down. We push them down with food. We push them down with alcohol. We push them down with shopping. We push them down with, um, you know, so many destructive ways because we don't want to truly own our anger and say, you know, I'm, I'm angry. This wasn't what I wanted for me. And I think, tell me if you would agree with me on this one, you know, and I'm an attorney and a coach now, but you know, I'm not a licensed therapist or anything, although I, I like to play one. <laughs> but <laughs> what the the whole thing with the angry angry um phase, like it's okay to be angry, right? I mean it's I think it's part of the healing process. Would you agree with that? I would say I don't believe there's any good or bad feelings. I think feelings are just an opportunity for you to express yourself. And I think unfortunately many of us were taught as kids, you know, not to be angry, that it's a bad thing. Um, it's not the feeling that's bad. It's the way we handle and deal with it. I mean, if we're, you know, right. being abusive, verbally abusive to somebody, or if we're, um, you know, like I said, using some type of crutch to deal with it. 
and hurting ourselves equally through the process, then obviously it's not the anger that's the bad thing. It's the way that it's being expressed. Yeah, I would agree with that 100%. I, I think sometimes people feel like, I mean, there's this negativity, negativity associated with the word you know, angry or, mm-hmm. or anger. And like you said, we're almost uh, taught that, you know, we shouldn't be angry. Um, but I, I think it's a, it's a, like you said, it's a feeling. And when we feel these things, it's how you deal with it, which is more important than what you label it. Right. And, and it comes and goes. I mean, here's the thing, you know, when you're going through a divorce, it's a really chaotic time. It's confusing. It's frustrating. It's stressful. And, and there's such a fog, I think, um, because, you know, usually the divorce, for some of my clients, it happened out of the blue, but most of the time there were a lot of cracks in the foundation way before it all fell apart. And so it's been a slow process of maybe understanding or, or, or assuming that things will hopefully work out with the counseling and, you know, everything else that people try to mend their marriage and then comes to that perspective of, well, you know, we have to part ways or it's not going to work. Um, and, and that's a hard part too. So a lot of times, you know, they've been pushing this, these feelings down for quite a while and not, they've been suffering, quite frankly, struggling and suffering through it. Right. No. Yeah, absolutely. Now the, the second um, area that you mentioned was sadness and grief. Yes. So Let's talk about that a little bit more in depth here. What techniques or advice do you have for people to deal with this when they're going through this phase? Yeah, usually the anger is the first and then the second layer is usually the sadness and grief because it's like, a you know, once you empty out the anger, then you can really start feeling, um, like you mentioned, a deep sadness. Um, so many clients really haven't cried until they start coaching with me because they didn't feel that permission that there was okay for them to just really release those, those tears and, and grieve. And so as far as an exercise or something that people could do, I would say, make sure that you allow yourself and give your permission, yourself permission to really just stop. You know, there's such a long to do list when you're getting a divorce. I mean, (laughs) It's crazy. And the sad thing is people don't really stop because they're too scared. Um, They want to be strong for their kids. You know, they've got to put on the smile when they go to work. Um, And so my best advice would to be really do a lot of self-care. So important. Um, Yes. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. And it's funny because when you – well, it's not funny, but, you know, when – when you stop, and I know people, uh, who, you know, these people, and then, you know, part of it may be your personality, but part of it may be your, you know, you know what's going to happen when you do stop, and, and people just want to keep going and going and always active because when you stop and then you have time to think and then you have time to feel, that's when everything kind of bubbles to the top. Um, but that's what I look at, it, I kind of analogize it to like a pot of water, boiling water. Like once the water starts boiling, that's the anger that boils off first. And then under that is the sadness and the grief and the real raw emotions that now have to come up to the top. And you got to let that out. You, you, you have to work through it. Otherwise, you're just going to suppress it and it, that's not going to be healthy for you. 
you won't find the peace and the joy and love that you're desperately wanting for your life if if that stuff is still sticking around. It, it's just not going to happen from, from my own personal experience and from what I've seen and, and heard from other people. Um, the best investment you can make any, like I said, before a divorce, after a divorce, going through a divorce is to really invest in yourself and and seek out the support and services that you need so that you can move forward and reclaim your life. Yeah, absolutely. That self that self work, that self help, whatever you want to call it, um, is vital to I think putting yourself in position to succeed in your post divorce life and you know seeking yeah. out that happiness, that peacefulness that. I'm sure people are craving and, and, and longing for, especially coming out of a bad you know, relationship or marriage. Um, but people, from my experience, tend to want to rush things or skip that step. You know, I don't need to do that um, because, you know, maybe it, it wasn't my fault and it was them, not me. Mm-hmm. But again, in my unofficial uh, therapist hat role here, <laughs> you know that that's yeah. that, that's just when people tell that to me that just identifies for me as a red flag that they're still in this stage that they need to work through and, and there's a lot of work that needs to be done before they are ready to you know for that next healthy hopefully healthy relationship look i'm not going to deny that it's scary as heck to look at yourself in the mirror oh sure yeah it's scary to own your stuff it it it's it's but it takes courage, it takes guts. And as from somebody who's, who's done that, I can just tell you it's been the best gift, not only for myself, but for my two daughters. Um, because they have a mom who's present. They have a mom who's, who, who quite frankly is a, is a role model for them to show them that you know life is going to knock you down, but you got this. You can, you can bounce back. You can figure out a way. You can, you know, don't have shame in your game and get the support that you need. I, I really feel we're doing ourselves such a beautiful, giving ourselves such a beautiful gift and those around us when we give ourselves permission to, to really seek out some help. Yeah. And it's hard when you're, when you're in the middle of it to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel and, and the benefit of that. But yeah, looking in the mirror, I agree. For every anybody, I think it's, it's exactly. just something tough, but you got to do it and, and you got to surround yourself and invest in the, in the right people to help you do it because you can't do it alone, right? You didn't do it alone. Absolutely not. I, I think you're, you're too close to it. You can't, you know, I mean, I tried doing it alone when I was struggling in my marriage. Um, I thought that I would be able to sort of figure it out on my own, but eventually you know, I, I sought um, a therapist and that to me was my light bulb moment, realizing that this was not a healthy place for me to be. I mean, the stress was just basically killing me. And I mean that seriously in a, in a physical way. Yeah, it could do that. No doubt. And I'm so, I'm so glad that um, you had enough insight to, to take action for yourself and look at you now. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. I have a master's in social work. So, you know, people think, oh, you know, you should have been able to pick yourself up or get out of it or see the signs. And and believe me, it doesn't matter. It's not 
when people stay in a marriage, it's not because they're 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 not intelligent or they're not you know aware. It's it's just scary to divorce. It's scary to worry about you know your kid's future. It's 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 overall not a very pleasant thing to go through. Yeah, right. And 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 the only thing I would add to that is it's easy to say that. It's easy for somebody to say, well, because you are a professional in that field, you should have seen it and done something about it. When you're living it, you're not objective. You're not, you know, it's personal. It's your life. There's intangibles there. I mean, it's just different. You can't, it's apples and oranges. You can't, you can't make that comparison in my mind. No. And you just keep hoping tomorrow I'll be better. You know, I'll figure this out. You know, I'm just going to keep hoping that things will get better and they will. And they do a little bit, but then we all know, you know, it slides back again. So I I just want to say to everybody listening, to all your, your fantastic listeners that, you know, just even listening to this podcast is a huge step in the right direction on your journey. Really is. No, I agree. And everybody, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast today, <laughs> it's, yes. yes, it's free. Um, all right. So we've, we've covered some ground here, which is great. I mean, we went through anger, we went through sadness, grief, and then the what's now phase, which is huge. Um, how do you work with people during the what's now phase? Yeah. So the what's now phase is really about, you know, you've dealt with all that stuff on the inside and now you can start having fun and creating on the outside. You can start really saying, okay, you know, what type of um, business do I want? What type of relationship do I want? What, you know, what's, what, are, what are my future goals for myself? Because you've cleared all of that stuff out and now you can come from a very powerful place of, of what I believe, you know, truly evolving into that next best version of yourself. Yeah. And, and, you know, working with people in, you know, crafting that post-divorce life in that picture. I mean, that's a, that's a big project, right? That takes, that can take a long time. It can. And, you know, the thing is, it's not about crossing that finish line and saying, okay, I did this or checking off something on your to-do list. It's really about learning how to be the creator of your own life, how to make what I call clear choices with confidence, how to speak your truth, um, to set those strong boundaries. And, and again, like I'm saying, you know, I really believe divorce can can really help you to create a better version of who you are and the life that you want. Yeah. You know, divorce is so negative, you know, for obvious reasons, but I tend to like to sometimes, you know, put a positive spin on it and, you know, divorce can be a positive thing once it's over um, because it puts you in position to do things that maybe you wouldn't, you would never have had Mm -hmm. the chance to do um, and reinvent yourself. And then, you know, you get that second chance uh, at life, if you want to call it that, or your career, or, you know, having relationships that you, you never had a chance to have. So, right. you know, yeah, there's a whole post-divorce world. And that's, and that's what I want for everybody. And that's why I do what I do, too, is, you know, I try to get people there and to see that vision. Um, because when you're in the dark and you're in a bad and a toxic environment or relationship, it, it's hard. But it, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. 
It doesn't. And, and I think, you know, that's where time and patience are really your friend. You know, this is, to me, this is something that you take slowly. You're not going to, you're not going to rush through it and you don't want to because it's, it's truly, it's, it's really an opportunity for you to learn more about yourself. Really yeah. Is. And that's a lifelong task. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. the truth? And I tell people, you know, the divorce is not going to be the first time that your world is going to be rocked and things are going to fall apart. And so why not use this opportunity to find the strength, to find the courage, to find your confidence and the clarity so that the next time, you know, things don't go your way or something happens, you're, you're much more stronger for it and you can, you can deal with it in a healthier way. Yeah, when you go through a bad divorce, um, and you and you come out on, on the other side, and you're intact, and you're you know you you can you're back on your feet and living life again, and yeah, you, you can do anything, right? I mean, that's right. It, it it I don't know if it builds character necessarily, but it, I mean, it builds uh, you know that in, that fortitude inside of you, and and right, only makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and right, totally. so that can only help you feeling, you know, dealing with future adversity. And trust me, there will be adversity at some point. Yes. Right. We all deal with it. Um, so that's awesome. So I think what you do is great, uh, Christine, and and I love it. Now, do you coach people all over, or I do all over the globe. Yep. If I if they can't meet me here in Texas, I'm in San Antonio. If they can't. Um, Come and meet me here. I do it through uh, video chats and things of that that nature. So yeah, there's there's a, a amazing opportunity now with with Zoom and and FaceTime and different things where you can um, have coaching sessions either over the phone or we can do each other face to face. Yeah, it's so easy now, and not mm-hmm. only easy, but it's it's quality too, right? It is. Like with the. Uh, you know, video chat software now available and it's free for a lot of people to, to use on a basic level. It, the quality is great. It's as if, you know, I'm sitting with you in the same room. Exactly. And, you know, it saves time. I mean, there, there's a lot of real benefits, you know, especially when it comes to confidentiality, because a lot of people, you know, they don't want to, you know, a lot of us don't, you know, voice it to the world, what we're doing. So you don't need to be sitting in a waiting room or, you know, worried about other people seeing you. So there's a lot of um, those benefits as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I love it. And I love the reach. And I, and I think um, it's, it's nothing but, but good to, to help people get the help that they, they want to get. So where can people find you, Christine? So I'm on um, face, Facebook with Emer- at Emerge Now Coaching. I'm on LinkedIn. And um, my website is EmergeNowCoaching.com. I also offer um, a free breakthrough call so people can definitely apply for that. And that's an easy link. It's ScheduleWithChristine.com. And so I have a blog, you know, there's a variety of ways that you can either get in touch with me or you can start looking at um, the variety of resources like you and things that I have out there to really inspire, motivate and encourage people um, to live their best life and to heal from the drama and trauma of divorce. That's great. And for people who are are listening, I will be posting uh, the links to these things in the show notes uh, on my webpage. Uh, 
podcast. Um, so you can go there to look for it. You don't have to worry about writing it down or remembering anything. Christine, this has been thank great. Um, thank you so much for being a guest on my show. I hope to have you on again in the future because I know there's so much more we can talk about. Um, and I hope to do that. Thank you, Jason. I'm really honored to be here. And thank you so much again for, for allowing me to be on. All right. That was a great talk with Christine, and I hope you enjoyed it yourself. Um, that concludes yet another show of the Divorce Resource Guy podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes coming out every other Tuesday. i got some exciting new guests coming up with you guys. And if you ever have any ideas for future shows, just email me, jason at jasonlavoy.com, and I am always looking for new and interesting ideas. If you're looking for some personalized divorce coaching and you're interested in doing it with moi, Check out my programs on my website, jasonlavoy.com. I offer core programs under my Divorce You umbrella, and I also have the How to Divorce a Narcissist Boot Camp, which is my premier and uh, largely affordable group coaching program. It tells you and focuses on how to divorce a narcissist and on the big ticket items that you need to be keeping in mind while you go through the process. In the meantime, all I'm going to ask you to do is be strong, act confident, and stay positive. I'm Jason Lavoie, a.k.a. The Divorce Resource Guy, and I'll be seeing you real soon.